Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, thank you, Scott Shannon, and thanks to all of you for being with us. Happy New Year. Now broadcasting from our new permanent home, the free state of Florida. Linda, welcome back. I didn't want you to come to work today. You don't sound great, but you tell me you're feeling better. I know exactly what you've been through because I struggle with the very same thing for weeks. How are you feeling today? I'm definitely on the mend. Definitely getting better for sure. Thanks for having me back, and Happy New Year to everybody. Oh, my God. I mean, it hurts to hear that. It really hurts to hear it. Well, with any but, luck, I'm, I'm annoying the liberals extra special today. It's, it's not that. It's, it, and don't take this the wrong way. You just you feel the, 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 the strain, the stress of you trying to speak, which I was going through myself. And, you know, at one point, it just didn't get better. Had to go through not one but two Z Pack runs to get rid of this stupid thing. Anyway, welcome back. I'm glad. Thank if you like me, you feel fine, but you sound awful because you just, you don't sound like yourself, obviously. But we wish you. We're glad you're here. Happy New Year. I haven't had a chance to say it publicly. Happy um, New Year we, from the Sunshine State. Very nice there here. I know. But by the way, we. I'm not going to spend a lot of time now talking about this. I'm shocked. Did you see? Everybody, all the write-up on this, why did this become such a big deal? Let me tell you something. I have never received as many text messages about you as I have received in the last five days. It is bananas. It is nuts. I mean, absolutely crazy. And I wouldn't even argue that I left. I mean, I would argue that I was chased out. But that's no, you a ran for story. your life. You had to escape. I, I, I literally ran for my life. Uh, not particularly liked in New York, um, but it is what it is. It just so happens today, U-Haul announced their top growth states of 2023. Now, uh, for the third year in a row, uh, it's Texas, Florida, the top five, North Carolina, South Carolina, Tennessee. That's where Americans are migrating to. They're migrating out of states like New York and California, by the way, largest net loss in terms of U-Haul uh, 
one-way loss of all movers. I think that's the third state in a row, uh, third year in a row for them. Uh, Michigan, New Jersey, Illinois, Massachusetts. I mentioned New York. I mean, people are leaving these states in droves, and they're, they're not just leaving, they're being pushed out. I mean, I'll give you another quick example. Chevron announced today, well, actually, they announced yesterday that they're going to face billions of dollars of in impairments because of California's regulatory environment. Now, if you look at the price of a gallon of gasoline in Florida and you compare it to California, and I know this because of the debate with Governor DeSantis, I thought they did a phenomenal job against Governor Newsom. Governor Newsom did a good job not answering the questions. Now, it was a fact-based debate on every issue that impacts people. Now, California, just to add insult to injury, they've just adopted a new law that allows uh, uh, illegal immigrants as a sanctuary state, they will get free health care. These are people that cannot afford it. That's that's an even bigger financial burden on the people of California. And I mean, does anybody at any point ever ask why for the first time in the history of that state, people are leaving in droves? Does anybody not ask? And then Chevron is announcing that because of their regulatory environment, which is so oppressive there uh, and their energy policies, that they may not be doing business any for, anymore in California. They said they anticipate taking an asset value reduction uh, charges of up to $4 billion just for the fourth quarter of 2023, an impairment partially related to oil and gas production in the U.S., especially California, with their burdensome environmental regulatory structure, which, by the way, as so goes California, so do liberals want to take the country. It's it's absolute madness. And now why do the people of California have to pay for health care for people that don't respect our laws, don't respect our sovereignty, uh, don't respect our borders? And and why, you know, after three years of Joe Biden, we now the numbers are in eight point three million illegal immigrants when you count gotaways and and encounters of the Border Patrol. Um People entering this country unvetted, most of them getting in, most of them not vetted. And then you go back to my list, which I've been repeating over and over again. Hundreds from Syria, hundreds from Iran, the number one state sponsor of terror. Thousands from Egypt, thousands uh, from Afghanistan, uh, 12,000 plus from Russia, 26,000 plus from China. I mean, all of a sudden they decide they want to show up in Mexico at our southern border and cross the border into America. And we're supposed to believe that that that's not a, an existential threat to the country. Well, in case, you know, you were reading just the news dot com. That's John Solomon's website. Um, what a coincidence. Uh, according to this piece, terrorists have been pouring across Joe Biden's open borders now for three years. And look at this. I'm sure it's just a mere coincidence that all of a sudden now Al Qaeda is now threatening to launch a coordinated attack on multiple targets that could bring New York City to its knees. You have Al-Qaeda's Arabian Peninsula branch. They released a video in English directly threatening New York City's energy grid and subway system, as well as airplanes in general with suicide bombers. The Transportation Security Administration said Monday they are monitoring the potential threat posed uh, by the Al-Qaeda affiliate and... Anyway, their media arm published the video late last month. It features the American and Israeli flags being burned and a voice saying, our enemy is one, and that is why we strive jihad against this enemy. And I kept saying, for those people that don't see the importance, that just want to 
turn a blind eye to what happened on October the 7th. I'm like, you're really not understanding the fundamentals here. If radical Islamists are allowed to take out Israel, let's say they are successful. They won't be, but if they were, uh, do you think they, they don't have the same intentions for America? Because we know they do. I mean, I couldn't believe we had protesters showing up at the site of where the World Trade Center used to be shouting Allahu Akbar. The very words we know the pilots that drove those planes into the Twin Towers were saying, you know, that day we lost 2,977 of our fellow Americans. Pretty unbelievable. Anyway, so they're out now Al-Qaeda is making a specific threat to a specific geographic area, that being New York City. Uh, then you look at the southern border itself, and we have a Washington Times report today. Mexico's drug cartels are raking in a whopping $32 million a week, smuggling in Joe Biden's illegals across the border. Remember, all these people end up coming with, with color, colored bracelets on, and the cartels have their, their contacts. They know where their parents and their relatives live. And if they don't pay money by a certain time for uh, the consideration of, of sneaking them into America, it's not even sneaking. But if they're making $32 million a week, you know, bringing in illegal immigrants, and that, by the way, is only one 245-mile stretch of border, according to congressional Republicans who went on a tour of the southern border on Wednesday, something Joe Biden never really took the time to do. Neither did his border czar, Kamala Harris. $32 million a week, according to the House Judiciary Committee. I mean, that's real money. Now, you wonder why impeachment hearings for the for Biden's open border czar, Alejandro Mayorkas. I mean, he may, I'll play it later. I won't play it now. But, I mean, he made every excuse imaginable before on, I guess he was on Liberal Joe this morning. And boy, has Joe gotten liberal. Whatever happened to Joe? Joe's not the same person he used to be. I'll tell you that. Anyway, Mayorkas is blaming climate change. He went on to then blame Governor Abbott uh, for for the fact that he's not working with big city mayors. Well, he shouldn't have to be dealing with your wide open borders and your unwillingness to enforce the laws of our land and your willingness to aid and abet the law breaking. And then when all else fails, then he went on to blast the Trump administration for leaving a backlog of asylum seekers because why because he wasn't letting people into the country we had the stay in mexico policy and what 500 miles a wall that trump built and then he says we're starting to see results of mexico's increased cooperation i'm like no we're not there's no cooperation because the month of december was the largest month on record with over 300,000 illegal immigrants that were encountered by border patrol and most of which never get vetted and get allowed into the country. Anyway, so the impeachment hearings for Mayorkas are set to begin on January 10th. And anyway, the Homeland Security Committee holding their first impeachment hearing uh, on the 10th, according to the committee chairman, that in this case, it's Tennessee Republican Mark Green. And after they finished their investigation in December, Green said House Republicans have enough evidence to impeach Mayorkas and he misused taxpayer dollars, ignored border security regulations. And then he, on top of it, he lied to the American people because he went out and said it. Biden went out and said it. Harris went out and said it. The border czar, Corinne Jean-Pierre has said it. Circle back Jen Psaki at the time said it, that the border is closed and the border is secure. Anything, none of which is true. 
And Biden's illegal immigrants are bringing a whole host of, you know, there was a zero hedge article in terms of health issues. What have I always said? If you're going to, I'm totally for legal immigration. Come here legally. That would mean that we do a background check. That would mean that we would do a health check, especially in light of what happened with COVID. Zero hedge points out, quoting the health commissioner of New York City is waving the white flag and Biden's non-existent border policies are, quote, producing contagious diseases not seen for decades. And talking about tuberculosis is now confirmed in every neighborhood in New York City with 88 cases, 88 percent of cases in people born outside of the U.S., even Florida, which is is basically exporting illegal immigrants. They've seen a 21 percent increase in TB since Biden has been uh, elected president. There's now chickenpox outbreaks ripping through migrant shelters in many states. Measles, which was once declared eliminated in the U.S. in 2000, that's been brought brought back. Malaria even reported in Maryland. Even leprosy apparently is an endemic now in the southeastern U.S. And Betsy McCoy, former lieutenant governor of New York, talks about this unsettling trend and quotes the Rockland County, New York health commissioner as saying, when we see one case of polio, that means a paralytic polio. That means there are probably hundreds and hundreds of cases out there in the community, but not diagnosed because 75 percent of the cases are asymptomatic. Well, apparently they these health experts, that's what they're saying that is happening. But we ought to have health checks. We ought to have background checks and we ought to have a check to make sure that people that we allow into our country legally have the means to take care of themselves. That they won't be a financial burden on the American people. Now the people of California are going to be paying for the health care for illegal immigrants in that state. It's already the highest tax state. I think they had 30 some odd trillion dollars in debt uh, or billion dollars in debt in the last year. Where are they going to get the money to pay for all this health care? Anyway, Biden wants the Border Patrol now to start cutting the razor wire, keeping illegal immigrants from crossing the border. That's what they're in court for. They're asking the Supreme Court to allow Border Patrol to cut or move razor wire at the Texas border. That's what they're now arguing and asking the Supreme Court to allow the border agents to cut through the razor wire installed by Texas. Texas is trying to protect their borders and do that which the Biden administration should be doing. Instead, Biden picks and chooses whatever laws he doesn't, what he, the laws that he wants to uphold. And then he picks and chooses the laws that he doesn't care about. And he doesn't enforce them and goes a step further by aiding and abetting in the law breaking. But don't worry, Mayorkas and the administration say the border's closed and secure. Mayorkas blames climate change, Trump, and let's see, Governor Abbott for not cooperating with big city mayors. Pretty unbelievable. And even Mayor Adams in New York is saying New York City's out of room. They don't. They, this is the guy that was welcoming all these illegal immigrants in the beginning. He's had a change of attitude since, you know, a, what, 160,000 border crosses, illegal immigrants, you know, have started arriving in New York. But they say they're out of room, but they keep putting illegal immigrants in, in three and four and five star hotels. And by the way, that illegal immigrant freed by the Biden administration that attacked the Capitol with a machete. Yeah, that guy arrested last week carrying the machete at the U.S. Capitol. 
was an illegal immigrant from Venezuela caught and released in 2022 under the Biden administration's lenient illegal immigration policies. Great job, Joe. Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, probably won't hear a lot from Linda today. She's going to be very quiet. You going to be quiet today? I don't know. Are you going to annoy me? Probably. <laughs> Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. Acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course... We'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table because geek culture is pop culture. And we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. A couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time... 
with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yes, our new permanent home, the free state of Florida. Uh, thanks to everybody for their warm welcome. It means more than you know. I'm shocked by the response and the media coverage of it. Uh, I didn't think it would be that big a deal, but apparently it was. Um, I have been saying, and I stand by this, and I, I this is why Joe Biden needs to be held accountable and why Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas needs to be almost a million since the beginning of this fiscal year, which was October the 1st. That's a lot of people. Now, I mentioned earlier Al-Qaeda's very specific threat against New York and New York City. Um, the Associated Press is reporting that multiple state capitals got bomb threats today, this morning, that led to brief evacuations or lockdowns. Now, police have investigated every case. They found no evidence of explosives. The states are Connecticut, Georgia, Kentucky, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Montana. Uh, those are the states that evacuated their state house offices and buildings. <clears throat> and lawmakers in Kentucky and Mississippi began meeting in legislative session. Anyway, the Kentucky governor s- said on X that the Capitol was evacuated while state police investigated a threat received at the Secretary of State's office. He said everyone was safe. Officials aware of similar threats made to other offices across the country, et cetera, et cetera. Now, I'm going to tell you something. If I am right, and this is one of these moments where I would love to be wrong, I'd love to one day be able to say, but I don't know if, if there's you know, a time limit on this. I told you about the machete guy in the D.C. Capitol. Turns out that that was an illegal immigrant arrested and released back into the country by the very lenient Biden administration. I mean, these sanctuary states, they're supposed to hand over convicted illegal immigrants to Border Patrol, and they're supposed to then be kicked out of the country. We don't do that. That's that's part of the sanctuary protection. Now in California, it's free health care on top of everything else. Uh, but if something happens, if I'm right, When you look at the numbers and we are seeing all these hundreds of people from the number one state sponsor of terrorism, Iran, you know, it's satellite state Syria, uh, Egypt, you know, over what, 3,400, you know, the home of the Muslim Brotherhood, a radical Islamist group. Uh, Or you look at Afghanistan, the home of of Al Qaeda. They made a specific threat in English about New York City and New York State. Uh, and then, you know, you look at other countries, what, our number one geopolitical foe, China? How come 26,000 communist Chinese end up at our southern border? 
do you think they're all here because they have they just want a better life for themselves and their families or do you think maybe among the 26,000 that that Joe Biden and his administration have allowed into the country maybe there are some of those people that have nefarious intentions or the 12,000 plus people coming from Russia our number two geopolitical foe I guess you could say this new axis of evil China Russia Iran you know, between the three of them, you're talking about 40,000 people. That would never have happened under Donald Trump. And we didn't have this problem. Most of the problems we're experiencing as a country are, are Joe Biden. They're all self-inflicted problems. You know, we had our border secure. We know how to secure the border. But God forbid, if I'm right, and among all these people that are coming into this country, 8.3 million plus under Joe Biden since he's been president, unvetted that among those unvetted people are terror cells just like you know what what did we learn from the 9-11 commission report they were at war with us we were not at war with them okay so if they're in this country and they're waiting for the right moment the right time the right place and they're plotting and they're planning and they're scheming and they want to bring harm to you the american people and disrupt our way of life and if you don't think 9-11 can happen again, you are out of your mind. You're not facing the truth. You're not facing reality. If you don't think October 7th can happen here, it can. That would be the equivalent when you extrapolate out population of 40,000 Americans killed in a day. It can happen. I mean, evil, unfortunately, does exist. It exists, you know, on steroids and human growth hormone. But I'll say this, if it turns out, like the machete guy in the Capitol last week, that wouldn't have happened had Joe enforced the laws of our land. You know, why is it not impeachable when a president not only ignores and doesn't enforce our Constitution and the laws uh, built off that Constitution, but takes it to the next level, which is aiding and abetting in the law breaking? If any of you listening to my show right now, if any of you ever at one time, if you ever aided and abetted illegal immigrants, down at the border, and you transported them to another state, I promise you, you would get arrested, you would get charged, and likely spend time in jail, and the charge would be human trafficking. Well, we've now institutionalized it. By the way, Speaker Johnson is now at the border. Is he speaking right now, or we don't know? Today, today we were able to Let's meet listen. with local residents, with sheriffs, with the Texas DPS. We also toured the CBP processing facility here in Eagle Pass. And it's been an eye-opener. One thing is absolutely clear. America is at a breaking point with record levels of illegal immigration. And today, we got a first-hand look at the damage and the chaos the border catastrophe is causing in all of our communities. The situation here and across the country is truly unconscionable. We would describe it as both heartbreaking and infuriating. Our communities are overrun. We have local resources that are being strapped. We have lethal drugs that are pouring into our country at record levels and it's in less than three years that President Biden took office that this has happened that we have over seven million illegal encounters at the border nearly two million known gotaways and that doesn't count the many that are undetected at 312 suspects on the terrorist watch list that have been apprehended we have no idea how many terrorists have come into the country and set up terrorism cells across the nation Last month alone, we saw the most illegal crossings in recorded history. 
It is an unmitigated disaster, a catastrophe. And what's more tragic is that it's a disaster of the president's own design. Uh, about an hour ago, we uh, had lunch, and, and there are a number of sheriffs that uh, work and serve here along the border of Texas. The sheriff of Terrell County was one of them. He was a former Border Patrol agent for 26 years, and he said in his estimation, it took less than six months for the Biden administration to dismantle 100 years of progress that the U.S. Border Patrol had achieved. Some of the first actions that Joe Biden took when he uh, rolled into the Oval Office were that he rolled back border security measures. They were put in place by the Trump administration. We all saw it happen. Remember, it was on his very first day in office that President Biden stopped construction of the southern border wall and he ended the Remain in Mexico policy. It was estimated on our tour just a moment ago that if the Biden administration would reinstate just the Remain in Mexico policy, it could stem the flow by probably 70% or more. But he refuses to do it. And since the time that President Biden took office, the administration has done next to nothing to protect the border. But we've all seen with our own eyes, they have opened the border wide to the entire world. It's estimated that nearly 170 countries have people coming in and flowing across this border. And some of these are from nations uh, that, that uh, have high numbers of concentration. And these are, these are not uh, people who are fleeing and looking for asylum that are in fear for their lives in their home countries. Uh, we have hardened criminals coming across that border. They're the ones being released from prisons from some of these countries and sent here to come into the U.S. Rather than incentivizing people to come, the president needs to deter people from entering the country. Rather than discussing amnesty with Mexico, as top uh, Biden administration officials did within the last couple of weeks, this administration should reinstate the Remain in Mexico policy, as was said. Rather than expanding parole authority to an unprecedented scale, the president should obviously end catch and release and stop the abuse of our parole and asylum systems. The president can and should act now. This doesn't require legislation. It requires leadership. And, and despite the White House's claim, he has all the authority he needs right now under existing federal law to stop this madness. But the message his policies has sent is the opposite of that. It's quite clear. Under President Biden, America has laid out a welcome mat to illegal immigrants, smugglers, and cartels. He is responsible for the grave threat to our national security and our, and our nation's sovereignty that these policies have created. But instead of taking responsibility and providing leadership, this administration has done nothing but attack elected officials who are trying to fix this catastrophe. The people standing behind you have worked hard. We passed our legislation more than seven months ago. You have red and blue states all across this country that are being forced to step up because the federal government has failed to do its job. Right here in Texas, Governor Abbott has heroically done more to enforce the law than the president has. And how has this administration responded? They have sued the state of Texas to stop their deterrence efforts. They have brought them to court to, to strike down their ability to put up uh, buoys in the water and, and razor wire and the rest. It's absolute insanity. The House has done its job. As I mentioned, we delivered uh, common sense legislation that will secure our border. But it's been sitting on Chuck Schumer's desk for seven months. House Resolution 2 was our, was our, our bill. And the time to act on it is yesterday. It certainly needs to happen. With each passing day, each record broken, this administration's dereliction of duty comes more, becomes more and more dangerous and more and more infuriating. And we are here to say that it must stop. What we saw today only made House Republicans more resolved to stand for sanity and the American people. And we will do it. 
If President Biden wants a supplemental spending bill focused on national security, it better begin by defending America's national security. All right, this is the Speaker of the House, Speaker Johnson. He is flanked by Jim Jordan uh, and rightly calling out the Biden administration. I'm going to say this in the thought that I was getting to, and and we just went through the specific threats from al-Qaeda. You just heard the number of people on the terror watch list that we caught. We have no idea how many that were on that list that got through. I mean, there's been so many millions of gotaways, we don't know anything about them. Or they didn't do any vetting process at all of the people crossing the border. And that's the biggest problem. And again, this this is now the top priority of Republicans. They they passed H.R. 1 that would, would deal with this. As, as Speaker Johnson just pointed out, there's no need for any legislation here. This is a clear and present danger. And I'll say this, if, if there are terror cells, if I'm right, and these people that are coming from these countries that are coming into this country unvetted and among the group of people that maybe just want a better life for themselves and their families, and I'm sure that's probably the vast majority. However, we cannot afford open borders like this. It's simple to enforce the law. Donald Trump did it and Joe Biden inherited it and Joe Biden dismantled it and he did it by design. And if and if anything ever happens, they will have blood on their hands. It is their policies. It is they, they have adopted what is now a clear and present danger for every single solitary American citizen, every single state, every single country. And, and there's no other way to look at it. By the way, we haven't talked a lot about uh, this, the comments uh, and the and the resignation of Harvard's uh, president. Claudine Gay, and it's been distressing to have doubt cast on my commitments to confronting hate and upholding scholarly rigor, two bedrock values that are fundamental to who I am and frightening to be subjected to personal attacks and threats fueled by racial animus. Why is she playing the race card? She was asked a simple question. Depending on the circumstances was her dumb answer when it comes to virulent anti-Semitism on her campus. And I doubt if there was any other group that was that that was attacked the way Israeli students were attacked and treated on campus at Harvard when they're blaming the victim of terrorism as they did 31 separate Harvard groups. No wonder Wall Street firms, you know, want the names of the people responsible. I mean, literally, so she's now resigned. And it's sad that I'm not even sure that it is her dumb remarks to Elise Stefanik that caused it. As much as it is a combination of that and the many allegations of plagiarism that she was involved in. Anyway, we'll ask Bill O'Reilly. He went to what? The Kennedy School of Journalism, Government? I'm one of the two. I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, frankly, Harvard's board must go, as the New York Post pointed out in their editorial today. They hired the least qualified Harvard president all in the name of diversity, and tried to keep her after what is beyond shameful testimony and ever-growing evidence of her career-long plagiarism. You know, and then to play the race card the way she did yesterday is repugnant. And then she's going to continue to get paid. Welcome to the United States of America. You know, this is Joe Biden's America. It's doing great, isn't it? Unbelievable. Boston's mayor, Michelle Wu's, quote, no whites party did not violate the law 
according to the Massachusetts Attorney General. The mayor did not violate the state discrimination law by holding a no, I guess no whites, meaning no white people holiday party because the event was not open to the public, according to the Massachusetts Attorney General. Anyway, that was uh, an event hosted for uh, elect people, Democrats for elected electeds of color, whatever. I I can't even understand the language that some of these people use. Anyway, uh, is that not discrimination? Is discrimination not wrong? Is racism not wrong? Or you only selectively apply it when when it's convenient? Anyway, 800-941-SEAN is our number if you want to be a part of the program. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. 